0: This is Mark Pender for Ocono Day with Mark Rogers, senior economist for Econoday. Day. There is still no budget and the government shutdown continues. How is this, uh, Mark, affecting the economic calendar?
1: Well clearly the most important point is that the markets have less information, the, the markets are left wondering about how the economy is doing, uh, many key economic releases are being postponed due to the lack of budgeting.
0: And what steps have, uh, has Econaday taken to keep up with the changes in the release schedule?
1: Uh, we've we've done everything we can to stay on top of this. Uh, basically, every day I visit official websites to check on positions of what indicators are being released or not. Uh, for example, for for housing starts uh, coming which are scheduled for this week, uh, at least originally scheduled and the website for Housing Start said no updates are available for that website during the shutdown. And the Housing Start website said go to USA.gov for updates on the shutdown.
0: And what did USA.gov say?
1: <laughs> well, let's just say it was very entertaining and uh what the USA.gov site said, quote, due to the lapse in federal government spending, this website is not available. We sincerely regret this inconvenience.
0: Boy, you just can't make that stuff up.
1: (laughs) What can I say?
0: (laughs) Uh, The obvious delays this week are the CPI and and housing starts, as you mentioned. What else?
1: Well, it... It's not just the official federal government uh, indicators that are being uh, delayed. It's any indicator that also depends in part on government data input. For example, industrial production is compiled by the Federal Reserve and the Federal Reserve is independently funded. So. Uh, having the money to have workers on the job is not an issue. However, uh, industrial production depends on uh, the uh, production worker hour figure from the employment report for the initial estimate. So, industrial production is being delayed uh, due to the government shutdown. Also, private company releases that depend on government data will be postponed. Uh, I put in a phone call to the conference board and it was confirmed that the leading indicators release will not be coming out this week because that report depends in part on government data, for example, on um, housing permits.
0: And uh, the weekly news is not what it uh, has been. Uh, we still get jobless uh, claims uh, classified as essential from the ETA, the Employment and Training Administration, and not from uh, the BLS, the Bureau of, L- of Labor Statistics, Mark. But I just saw that Texas isn't going to uh, be uh, providing any information Uh uh for the jobless claims so that may be a hole in that one and that's a big state and of course confusion over california doing a, a computer change over last month have has distorted the whole claim series but and the eia the uh, energy information agency will not be posting uh inventory data on petroleum and natural gas reports uh any comments
1: well we're we're really being uh, shortchanged on economic news and uh, that that hurts traders and investors and even policy makers. It's truly amazing how many workers have been sent home for statistical agencies. Uh, For example, uh, for the BLS, they've gone from and this is from their website, where a page was posted before they stopped updating, uh, went from 2,409 workers to three employees. Boy, you wouldn't want to be one of those three,
0: I wouldn't think, even though you have a job, though. I
1: guess <laughs> uh, they, they probably are having more than eight hour days, yes. but, but in comparison for the weekly uh, jobless claims figure. Uh, The ETA is doing much better. (laughs) They went from 1107 to 28 employees, so (laughs) the ETA uh, is vastly more uh, employed currently than the BLS.
0: So what can we uh, expect this week uh, for the calendar? Uh,
1: What we can expect? are the the indicators that are not dependent either directly or indirectly on federal government data. So that basically leaves the Regional Fed Manufacturing Surveys, Empire and Philly, then we also have the NHB Housing Market Index, of course the Fed's Beige Book, which is going to probably be the biggest release this week jobless claims, and of course, weekly store sales.
0: And that's the Tuesday releases with Redbook, and I see it at C. Goldman. Uh, and some then, what is the problems in, uh, in the postponement of the indicators?
1: It's still the, the gridlock regarding the federal budget. There, there's been no federal budget enacted, and it appears that the various politicians won't back down on their positions.
0: Well, we did have diversions last week in the markets, turning to the markets. What were the views of uh, uh, the stock traders versus those in in the bond traders?
1: That's a very interesting question and uh, it's often forgotten that the traders in the various markets take different uh, perspectives of economic events. Uh, for example, last week we saw on Friday a, a rise, Thursday and Friday, if I recall correctly, uh, a rise in equities. But if you look at uh, the, the Treasury market, there is a completely opposite view. Uh, well, the, the stock market was essentially optimistic about resolution of the, the uh, debt ceiling. However, if you look at what happened in the Treasury market, it was the exact opposite reaction. Uh, The big issue was that the one one month bond rate jumped significantly, and we generally just don't pay much attention to the one month bond rate because the Fed's target rate uh, is basically going to be low for quite some time, and that That ties in with the one-month bill. But uh, the one-month bill rose sharply because traders in that market believe that there's an increased risk of default by the federal government. So we saw a 23 basis point rise over the last two weeks from 0.03% to 0.26%. So, the markets are behaving very differently.
0: And we're going to save up the big question for you, Mark. When do you think the fiscal issues will, will be resolved?
1: <laughs> well, I, I'm going to rely on wise old sage on that issue. Uh, I think former Yankee baseball manager Yogi Berra said it best. And basically it, it ain't over till it's over
0: well uh, so we can all sit on the edge of our chairs any final thoughts on the fiscal impasse well
1: th- th- this is basically serious business uh, the markets are being affected uh, there's uncertainty Uh In terms of policy, the Fed is not getting data that it needs to evaluate on whether to taper or not. The Beige Book is going to be the the biggest key piece of information for some time on employment. and uh, The Fed is stating that the labor market is the key issue and if there are no numbers on the labor market the Fed's going to have a hard time making a change in terms of taper. Also, consumers are hurt. They're they're furloughed workers. Income is being lost, but it's not just lost income. There there are other effects. For example, even though uh, at some point furloughed furloughed workers will return to work, uh, there could be lingering effects that are significantly negative. For example, If uh, credit card payments are missed, interest rates are hiked due to how credit card companies uh, state the rates. So uh, even when furloughed workers return to work, there could be lingering negative impacts from uh, the government shutdown.
0: Well, we'll have to wait and see. Thank you very much, Mark Rogers. From Akana Day along with Mark Pender from Akana Day.